Under Xi Jinping, China is growing into a superpower of unprecedented proportions. Meanwhile, the West scrambles to slow China's wildest ambitions. Chapter 1 Xi Jinping has a strong grip on the CCP. Since Xi came to power in 2012, he has become the most powerful Chinese leader since Mao Zedong. He thinks of himself as a historical figure on whom the faith of the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, rests. Under normal circumstances, Xi would be expected to step down after almost 10 years at the head of the CCP. But this scenario is unlikely to happen. Here's why. 1. Xi faces no political opposition. 2. He abolished term limits on his time in office. 3. High-ranking party members are expected to show him personal loyalty. Under Xi Jinping, the CCP is turning China into a high-tech powerhouse by advancing artificial intelligence, robotics, and biomedical engineering. This strategy is likely to promote China's economic, military, and geopolitical goals over the next 15 years. Chapter 2. China's economy is at a turning point. Countries that grow out of poverty experience slower growth. This is called the middle-income trap, and China is facing it right now. For instance, since she rose to power, it now takes almost 10 times more one of new credit to generate growth. GDP growth has dropped from 9.6% to below 6% and household income growth has slowed. Under Xi Jinping, the Chinese economy was marked by major reforms, but many failed and needed to be backtracked. For example, in 2013, China's central bank sought to reduce risky liabilities, so they decided to cut off access to short-term funding for banks. As a result, banks stopped lending, short-term borrowing rates rose from 3% to 30%, and stock markets crashed. In the end, the central bank was forced to restore short-term funding. China's inability to decentralize control makes it difficult to liberalize their economy, which is critical if China wants to become the global superpower of tomorrow. Chapter 3. Corruption is rampant in China. Access money became the prevailing type of corruption in China. Put simply, entrepreneurs bribe high-ranking officials to gain access to government privileges, including money. This can also include monopoly rights, tax breaks, and access to land. Sounds bad, eh? Bad enough for China to score 42 out of 100 on the Corruption Perceptions Index. In contrast, Canada, for example, scores 77 out of 100. Cracking down on this type of corruption can be challenging for China because access money stimulates the Chinese economy and contributes to growing the GDP. But because this growth is artificial, it also turns China into a high-risk economy. Since he took office, she vowed to battle corruption and led the biggest corruption crackdown in the history of the CCP. But the impact of his campaign on access money remains unknown. After all, she never addressed the fundamental cause of corruption, government interference in the economy. Chapter 4. 
China's international policy faces challenges. China is adopting increasingly hawkish positions on the international stage, as evidenced by many recent actions, including their willingness to engage in hostage diplomacy with Canada. In 2018, at the request of the United States, Meng Wanzhou, a top Huawei executive, was arrested in Canada. The U.S. accused her of having lied to HSBC, violating U.S. sanctions against Iran. As an act of retaliation against Canada, China detained two innocent Canadians for nearly three years on false counts of espionage. In part, China's actions are fueled by Beijing's belief that they are now entitled to a more predominant role in world affairs. This causes tensions with the United States and other countries in the West. In recent years, China increased its diplomatic efforts in the Balkans, the Middle East, among developing countries, and authoritarian states. For instance, China pledged 400 billion dollars to Iran after they signed a 25-year cooperation agreement. China and Russia grew closer and are likely to join efforts to fight what they call the politicization of human rights and promote what they call. Alternative models of democracy in the world, and she personally reached out to Kim Jong Un, the dictator of North Korea, in an effort to strengthen the two countries' relations. In parallel, the United States launched attempts to isolate China on multiple diplomatic fronts, a fact perceived by Beijing as a serious threat to their position in the world. Chapter five. China may consider an armed takeover of Taiwan. Taiwan and China have been separated since the Chinese Civil War ended in 1949. Today, few people in Taiwan see themselves as Chinese. This leads Beijing to believe that Taiwanese will never embrace China. But after all, sentiments against the Chinese regime did not stop their hostile takeover of Hong Kong. Recently. China seems increasingly willing to consider armed reunification with Taiwan. Here's why the world is on edge. One, Xi repeatedly expressed his desire to reunify Taiwan with China. In fact, his vice foreign minister told journalists that all measures are possible. Two, support for armed reunification is growing among the public and the military. In China, as state-sponsored media outlets eulogize the exploits of the People's Liberation Army. Three, the PLA is conducting what has become routine military exercises close to or above Taiwan. For instance, they recently sent 25 fighters and bombers into Taiwan's air zone. It is unclear. When a Chinese invasion of Taiwan could unfold, it probably won't happen right away. At least, not until the PLA is confident that it can swiftly gain control of the island. China's regular military exercises are designed to make it difficult for the United States to foresee an eventual attack on Taiwan. In turn, this tactic increases China's likelihood to secure a quick victory before the U.S. can organize a response. Convincing China that armed reunification would lead to their demise is the international community's best chance in discouraging Beijing. 
To do so, the United States must convince allies to coordinate a response if a Chinese attack on Taiwan was to happen. But it is easier said than done. The prospect of war with China in the name of Taiwan won't be appealing to most allies. Thank you so much for listening. This article was written by me, Guillaume Huppé, with the contribution of content editor Leah Brown. To read our other stories, go to themonthlyread.com. That's themonthlyread.com. And thank you for subscribing to our podcast. We'll see you next month.